to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to On the Block. It is time for Hitting the Hardwood, our daily segment geared toward the NBA. And I did want to start with that question that I let off with because I, I, you hear a lot of it. I'm not just the guy that comes in after one one bad performance and, and tries to destroy the whole narrative. But I think there's a possibility that Giannis is the best player in the world. I just don't think he's overwhelming. He's still got holes in his game. When you watch, if you watch last night uh, against Boston, at a certain point, I mean, he, if he gets flustered, he's just throwing stuff at the rim. Still an amazing athlete. Still hard to shut down completely. Um, but the fact that you can just let him shoot um, is still that big hole in his game. And so the the narrative has been dominating that you know he he's going to be a, a big you know he's probably going to win four MVPs before he's done and be an all time great and all that. I just don't know if he's still the. I don't know if he's the best player in the world. It's easy to take shots at Kevin Durant when he's down, but man, what a disorganized, what a disorganized uh, organization they have there, and in, in a mess of a roster that they've tried to have the last couple of years. Yet, you know, if Durant's foot wasn't on the line last year, I think they would have won the title. So, uh, what do you think? I mean, is Giannis the best player right now? Oh, one second, Strick. I gotta, I gotta do something real quick. There we go. I think it's a good question. Um, I look around, I'm trying to figure it out. I think that you are saying the right thing and that he does have some holes. I always said that if he ever develops a consistent jump shot, he will be a problem. Oh yeah. But that's where his problem is. And that's why I say Middleton is such an important piece because say what you will, they just started to they they stopped loading. They started flooding the front side. They started putting a body on him. They're letting him play physical. He's just impeding his progress, taking away his counter, making him and forcing him to take a bad shot. And he's not really able to find guys like he did in the first uh, the first game. So they're just make they're basically saying we're going to allow you to take tough mid ranges. <laughs> and you don't really have a mid-range. You're either at the basket or maybe every now and then you're able to hit a jumper. And that's where, or in the post, where you got great touch. So they're taking those aspects away. That's why I love coaching in the playoffs because there's just adjustments. There's film. It's literally you're to the room. You have your last meeting. You're in the film trying to figure out what they're trying to do. What are we going to do to stop it? You come in the next day. It's a different game plan. It, it, the game plans are never the same. And that's what they're done. And, and so the physicalities of the game is, is made it really difficult for Giannis to be. He, he's a beast now, but he's oh, yeah. tired. He's tired because he has to handle the ball. He has to rebound. He has to defend. He has to do all of these different things. And in a long series, that's why Middleton was important. But they did make some adjustments themselves. They started letting other people get into the pick and roll, and they used Giannis to do that. That's another different problem. 
they're going to have to address. Yeah, and it's interesting. And I don't, you know, again, you don't want to take a shot at a guy when he's down. And, and the other fact is that, you know, I know they didn't have the defensive player of the year and Marcus Smart there last night, but Boston is the number one defensive team in the league. So if there's anybody Period. that should fluster, um, honest to, you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo would be them. I just feel like, you know, there was this narrative going around the last couple of weeks that, like, if you don't think Giannis is the best player, then you don't know basketball. And I just, I still had had a had a doubt with it because I I know he's in tier one, but for the longest time when you watch one of the greatest of all time in LeBron and Kevin Durant kind of rise to that level it was like those guys were tier one and then tier two had all these other players I think if Giannis is the best player in the league and he might be because Kevin Durant and LeBron are getting older and then you know you have the other you know guys in there with Jokic and Embiid and Luka coming up and you know whatever other name you want to throw in there um, but I think that that they're all in tier one together there's not like some giant gap where Giannis is just right. dominating everybody because he does have that hole in the game of shooting if he's able to land in and hit consistent threes, then that's one thing. But I don't know if you can be the best player in the world um, and be the guy that, you know, you would basically leave open for a three for, you know, at the end of the shot clock. That doesn't make Bro, sense. Bro, that me. is the most embarrassing. Listen, they did that. They tried to do that to John Morant earlier in his career. And he said, you know, he basically hit him with the gas face and was like, oh, really? And... Yeah, he's changed that whole dynamic yeah. in the way that people. That's what you got to do. You've got to. You've got to take like. Are you serious right now? Like, you are you you you're you're playing with me, and that's why I always tell people. I say, listen, if you're a pro and you can't make knock down eighteen footers at an eight clip, eighty percent clip, butt naked, basically wide open, yeah, then you, you you're not worth your salt. And if you can't knock threes at a minimum at a seven out of 10 clip, you know, by yourself, then you're not worth your salt. And somebody that's just going to stand there and say, you know, that's what made made it tough for like the general, you know, for Avery Johnson's and yeah. the likes of them for so long in their career. I mean, they lead a team, they run a team, but when it gets to playoff time, sometimes, you know, people just are able to <laughs> just hide you and, 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 and let you do your thing and, you know, you're, you're really not effective. Let's get into the the other series there. Uh, as it, That one tied up at one with, with Boston winning last night against Milwaukee. On the other side, in the Western Conference semis, you had uh, Memphis getting win over Golden State. Um, and the game was great, and, and some big plays made down the stretch. But it's, all, it's getting overshadowed now because Draymond, game in and game out, is doing his best to be the villain. And uh, and I don't know, you know, what you feel about that. The flagrant fouls um, are are, are kind of taken off, and, and and they're ugly. I mean, I I even saw last uh, a couple nights ago, and this this series resumes tonight. Uh, Jay Crowder kick, <laughs> I mean, kick Luca in the yeah. Nether regions, and it was like blatant. And it's just like, gosh, that's that's not a basketball thing. That's a man to man thing. You you should really go home, Jay. And I love Jay Crowder, but that, that was pathetic. Um, but the one that really is getting all the attention now is Dylan uh, Brooks was ejected last night. You could say he made a play for the ball, but he didn't even jump um, yeah. when uh, when Gary Payton II was going up. Gary Payton II ends up breaking his elbow. It's, it's definitely going to be a factor in the series moving forward when he can come back. Um, and Steve Kerr, I thought, said it best, is that Dylan broke, Brooks broke the code. There's a code in the NBA, in competitive sports, basically not to clothesline a guy when he's midair and that's what Brooks did whether you want, you want to think it's a play on the ball or not um, they're very frustrated about it and they should be but that that series could get um, you know more ugly with 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 you know another shot taken in that series with Draymond out there I don't trust that it won't um, I think that, that things could turn ugly there 
I, I think it, it depends on the way that the series is going, you know, where frustration kicks in. I can understand the frustration that Draymond Green had when and, and it, I don't think it was blatant. I think it was just a normal in the midst of reaching for the ball, your elbows kind of go out to try to shield and your head just happened to be there. As I watched it, that's what I yeah. saw. But I can understand the frustration, right? Um, and, you you know, when you have to go back there, I've had to have, I've had it happen to me. I got sliced over my eye. When you have to go back there and they put that needle in your eye and you got to get stitched up and then it's kind of, you know, sweat and you got all this stuff. It, it's a frustrating thing. And so I can understand the emotions of them when, you know, you go in and you flipping off everybody, you know, I, I don't <laughs> think it's going to be a, uh, I don't think it's going to be a suspensing, uh, a suspenseful act, but uh, let me just say not suspenseful, but a suspending act. Yeah. Um, but I think he's going to get fined for it. And it's going to be probably to the tone of what Kyrie got, if not more, because he had already had one. So, yeah. yeah. That's and he said, you know, he said last night. I just love the bounce backs. I love the bounce backs. I love yeah. the home teams, the way that they bounce back. I, that's what I love about what happened on yeah. last game. Yeah, those, those series are going to be interesting. We'll see if the, the Mavericks can do the same with the Suns tonight. Um, I'm guessing not. Again, Luke, Luka Doncic had, has to carry that team, and, and the Suns are just too good of a team, um, I believe, for that to, to end up overcoming. Then the other game tonight, still no Joel Embiid likely tonight against the Heat. Um, so that's going to be difficult, too. I think uh, I think we just got off-putting nights. I think these series are going to be pretty quick between the Suns and Mavericks and, and Heat and 76ers. I have to agree. I don't. I think with the problems that they have, it's not going to be a good look. Yeah. That'll wrap it up for On the Block for tonight. We'll be back tomorrow for Thirsty Thursday, Cinco de Mayo. It's a special occasion. Uh, and uh, Ticket Weeknights is uh, coming up next, so don't go anywhere. As we know, Ticket Weeknights in Fuego. Coming up next here on 93.7 The Ticket.